Welcome to Get This Shit, the bi-monthly podcast that answers the questions you've always had, but forgot to ask. Prepare your earballs. My name's Cassie, I'm your host, and I'm joined today by Samuel. Hello there, I didn't feel like dropping the accent, I figured I'd bring it back another week. I think it's bizarre, you never did a Russian accent last one, you just stuck with Wisconsin. <laughs> also, I didn't the, think the about movie that. we watched is not set in Wisconsin. It's not? What it's set it? in Minnesota. It's oh, yeah. Not really? Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota's pretty close and Anna to Isaac Wisconsin. Dialectically. <laughs> okay. Hello. Hi, guys. I am not up, nor- I'm not up north enough to know to have the intricacies and difference between Wisconsin and Minnesota, so it all just kind of runs <laughs> together for me there. Here's the thing. If I tell you to do a Midwestern accent, is it different than your normal accent? I mean, I consider myself Midwestern. I know, so. but it's like, do you accentuate? I am from yeah. the Midwest. Yeah. Not Dracula again. Maybe like in content <laughs> that I would talk about. Like, I'm not going like, I'm not like, hello, look at me, a Midwestern. Right? <laughs> like, I can't do my own accent is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I understand what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, I think Midwest for me, uh, I uh, do, I just do a country accent. Uh, for me, it's like accent. for me, it's more like the content that I'm talking about. Like I'll talk more about like Midwestern stuff as like my mm-hmm. accent. Like yeah, I went down to the farmers market and yeah, uh, Do y'all like corn. In, 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 sneak in, by in my, in oh, my uh, let me sneak in, by. Yeah, grab the ranch. Let me get an, oh oh oh. Sorry, we both oh, reached oh, for the ranch oh. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Ope is a bad one. I got roasted when I was in L.A. for a training. And I'm talking to these people that uh, they have never been outside of California in their life. And I was like, oh, what's that like? Because I like, do you guys go to county fairs? And like, we just started talking about. (laughs) Do you have crops out here? Yeah. And they were like, I mean, orange groves and stuff like that. Listen, calm down. Um, I was like, wow, I can't imagine going to like an orange grove and like, they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're on the fucking side of the highway. They're annoying as fuck. Yeah. And uh-huh. I was like, they drive oh. past a lot of corn. It's similar. Yeah. Corn and uh, apple orchards. They were like, oh yeah, no, we don't have that like here. But I also don't want to be the. So you've but, never had fried uh, biscuits with apple butter at an apple basically, fest? Basically, fucking heathens. They, uh, I, we were talking about you know just different colloquial phrases and whatnot, uh-huh. and uh, I said "ope" in right. conversation because I almost knocked something down, and I was like, "Oh no no no!" no. They're like, "Oh my god, you really do say that?" <laughs> I was like, "It's not conscious. We don't consciously not. say it now." <laughs> mean to say it it's a sound it's yeah. not like it's, it's like a yeah. yeah it's a uh, onomatopoetic <laughs> hey yeah no no damn it yeah. <laughs> sorry i also don't want to be the guy who's just like wait do you guys drink tea out here too as if it's like you're gonna introduce them to this fantastic yes. new thing you ever heard of fucking Although I was listening to the podcast The Juice last week and one juice. of it's juice. Just juice. The juice. That's what I it said. It sounded like you said juice. I did kind of hear juice. <gasps> the, juice. <laughs> <laughs> the juice. There we go. Nailed it. <laughs> I was gonna say 
I, I heard what I first heard sounded like Kanye might have produced it or something. No, <laughs> no, as right. In Sorry, orange. back into it. As in the orange. <laughs> Sol- <laughs> the host of it, Solomon Georgia, was talking about how they went to a raisin farm. No, as a field trip in California. Sure. Oh, oh, yeah. That means retirement home where I'm from. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the, like, I've never heard in conversation, well, they said it on the movie last night, a decent raisin ranch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yep, yep. But no, yep, they yep. went to like a farm where they grew raisins. And mm-hmm. he said that he called it a vineyard. And the guy was like, this is not a vineyard. It's a raisin farm. Wait. <laughs> They're not grapes? I was just going to say, are they not retired grapes? Like, that's what I thought raisins were. I, Dried grapes? Am I the crazy one here? I made a bunch of assumptions, and I have looked up zero of them, so I just yeah. think that I'm right. That they're probably <laughs> growing a specific kind of grape and then letting it dry on the vine. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Is then what that I decided. What, that's what I decided in my head. I don't know that if that's what's happening. That is what I think happens. <laughs> Let us know if that's not what happens. I would, I would assume that's pre- like this my assumption. Podcast. Yeah, let us know. I, get this I was prepping. I was prepping to do an elaborate California raisins joke. <laughs> I'm just gonna spare you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, I just feel like I should let you know that it was in there. Maybe you guys can do that on a future episode. Yeah. Here's how raisins are made. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, because like my assumption, yes. like piggybacking off of yours, is that it probably started with them trying on the vine, but now there's probably mm-hmm. some fact farming factory process that dehydrates them quicker or something but or like the thing we were talking about you have to do something with the crap that you are yielding yeah right. they couldn't Is get to those grapes fast enough right yeah. maybe they were like i'll just eat these old gross ones hello hey, raisin. Wait. hello I, yeah. raisin my old friend <laughs> <laughs> heard it on the grapevine <laughs> <laughs> oh my that's old news that's yeah, what a raisin that's, is. that's what a raisin is yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. What yep. was the punchline to the California raisins? Joke? I can't do it. <laughs> All right. Is it just that bad? No, I just I I started formulating. It was like, nah, no, I shouldn't no. do that. Yeah. We're out. Here. No. We're out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too right. much filler, right. not enough punch. <laughs> yep. I've never heard that expression before. Where's that from? Is oh. that from Wisconsin? No, that's from Minnesota. My, that's for, straight from my brain. From my brain to your earbuds. Who wants some grapes? Nope, back to Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> back to Dracula. Isaac has a really unique talent that I've never seen from anyone else. Any, any accent he does starts as whatever he's trying to do and ends at Russian. Love <laughs> it. Cassie's, uh, it's an affliction, I tell you. <laughs> What does yours always end at? It's Jamaican. It is wow. Jamaican. Oh, no, how we get there? But I like can't Ms. even do Cleo one if I'm called trying to. Oh, Jamaican. Yes, that's all I got. I swear, I do a lot of accents all the time. Like I talk to the cats in accents, but the second stop. <laughs> her Cassie. pop filter's giving her some shit. So Cassie keeps bumping the mic. I gotta sit on my hands because I can't. <laughs> You know, yeah. You asked me to do it on the spot, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't do accents like ever. I couldn't do a one on purpose ever, but I do do silly voices. Yes, and just with the cats, not yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, not uh, as a human. No, I Come can't on. out in the world silly voices. I don't perform on command in any capacity. <laughs> it's a miracle I have a job. <laughs> 
I that have, is the next shirt. <laughs> I, I have a switch in my brain where as soon as somebody tells me to do a thing, I'm like, no. Absolutely not. That you mm-hmm. cannot make me. I'm an adult and I make my own choices and I choose to not do what you ask me to if do. I want to say, ope, that's my <laughs> choice. <laughs> my choice. Deal with it. Isn't that a symptom of autism? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a smooth transition back in. Um, Sorry. Now you're fine. So if they made a Midwestern version of Captain Crunch, would they have a, oh, all Crunch Berries? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a lie. I think they absolutely. did Crunch Berries on purpose. Also, his hat would Agreed. be a really old John Deere cap, and he'd wear bibs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He would definitely wear this, bibs. This and needs no to shirt happen. Under. And the John Deere the hat would have uh, beer bottle caps that were folded in half, lining the brim. Oh my god! Oh, I god. was going to say let the like sweat line. And then, oh. well, yeah, and then a couple fish hooks in the side. Yeah, because just in case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're ever fishing, you never know where you're going to be. Where you need a fish hook, and you can use those bottle caps. You can use them as sinkers. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh. Oh. I didn't realize it was utilitarian. <laughs> I'm sure it's it started not. that way, and then it was like, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's what Larry the Cable Guy has on, right? Probably. Yeah. Hat. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch Corner Gas? No. no. You a, should 100% watch it. I think you would love it. It's a Canadian series based in Saskatchewan, uh-huh. but it feels very Midwestern. Yeah. Well, I love that. Yeah. It's very wholesome. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Adorable. So when we enjoyed Letterkenny. So different, different vibe. Okay, yeah, different vibe of that. Yeah, I same don't... kind of vaguely humor in a way. Sure. Yeah. Um, but like next time you're like everything is so heavy and awful. Turn on Corner Gas. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I love. Yeah, that. it's on. I think Freebie and um, Amazon. All so. right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I suckle at Daddy Bezos's teat. <laughs> it is still on Amazon Prime. So right. Speaking of op, all crunch berries, you ha- and you have brought to us a Americana, um, Indiana kind of. Oh, t- am I going yeah. first? I mean, yeah, go for it. oh, we were doing it the it. other way. Okay, all right. What because are you doing? Because mine is short <laughs> doing? and silly. I thought we'd let anything more serious happen first. Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, I guess I'll are go you first. more serious? Yeah. Okay. Mine's so dumb. Mine's not dumb, but it's not dark or anything. We're not like in ISIS territory. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I heard ISIS territory, and I then I was I like, could wait. Go, I, could go either way at this Tomato. point. <laughs> so today, I want to talk about a pioneer of rock and roll music. Near, 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 near. <laughs> Um, Wait, what's rock and roll? <laughs> uh, it is a bastardization of rhythm and blues. Uh, it was uh, essentially uh, a rebranding of a genre that already existed, so that way white, white band people could again. enjoy it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but anyway, <laughs> before that happened, uh, right? So this person influenced musicians like Little Richard, Chuck Berry, Elvis, Eric Clapton, and Bob Dylan. Uh, that's right. I'm talking about the queer, black, original soul sister and godmother of rock and roll, the electric guitar playing, gospel singing sister Rosetta Tharp. Rosetta Tharp. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've ever heard of them. Yeah. So, uh, Rosetta was born either Rosetta Newbins or Rosetta Atkins. Uh, some researchers disagree. Uh, in a town called Cotton Plant, Arkansas. Oh, okay. 
Uh, Since renamed? <laughs> or I don't know. I didn't check. But you Bold. Can, you can guess what their main export was uh, whenever the town was formed. Depression. Labor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so she was born on March 20th, 1915. Sorry. Oh my god. Uh, what yeah. she looks like. She's so ah, cute. Visual representation here in the studio. Thank you, Anne. Uh, we will have pictures on Instagram after. She seems nice. On the gram. Uh, apparently, Papa was a Rolling Stone uh, because mm-hmm. little is known of him except that he was a singer. Um, her mother, Katie Harper was a singer and mandolin player. That's baller. Uh, she was also very active at their Pentecostal church. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in case anyone is not aware, uh, Pentecostal churches are known for being very expressive uh, with their singing and dancing during mm-hmm. church services. Oh. That is the most generous description. <laughs> the there are the a lot general. of... We're talking about generous. a musical icon, so I figured I'd... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There yeah. are plenty of other markers for Pentecostals. <laughs> <laughs> they really like uh, like to jazz stuff up. Yeah. So the uh, and the circumstance. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rosetta was encouraged to participate uh, from jump. Oh. So being labeled a musical prodigy, Rosetta started singing and playing guitar as early as six. Wow. Hmm. In 1921, at age six, she joined her mom's traveling troupe. Uh, they uh, toured the South as an uh, excuse me. They toured the South as an act that was part concert and part sermon. So like a rev- traveling a revival. revival. Yes. Yeah. Woo. Rosetta mm-hmm. was billed as a singing and guitar playing miracle. Aww. <laughs> All right. I wish someone called me a miracle. <laughs> My mom calls me a miracle. I yes, she, she does. does. That track. She does. I don't doubt that. Yeah, no, I that's I wish I was kidding. Miracle <laughs> <laughs> baby. Uh, somewhere in the mid-20s, her mother moved them to Chicago, uh, where they continued to sing and play in the church as and they still continued to tour as well. In 1934, she married a pastor at their church, Thomas Thorpe. Uh, The marriage only lasted a few years, but she used a version of his last name as her stage name for the rest of her life, uh, performing as Sister Rosetta Tharp. Tharp instead of Thorpe. Gotcha. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was it like a Kenny G? Because no one can pronounce his actual name. Gorlick. Gorlick. Oh, God, I dropped that, too. (laughs) I would drop that as well. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't scream smooth jazz, does it? Does not. (laughs) To be fair, Kenny G doesn't scream smooth jazz to me either. (laughs) Also, I wonder if she kept the name as part of, like, a... F U to her ass. I was yeah, yeah. I don't know. That yeah, makes see, sense. That's yeah. the thing is, I don't know if it was an F U or if it was like still an homage. Yeah, like, brand recognition. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, so in 1938, she leaves her husband and uh, moved with her mom to New York. And that the year, big city, the Big Apple. Uh, that year on Halloween, she recorded her first Aww. record entitled Four Sides. Uh, This record included four instant hits, uh, one hit titled Rock Me, influenced singers like Little Richard, Jerry Lewis, and Elvis. Mm. 
Uh, Groovy tune. Yeah. The only thing I think of when I hear Rock Me is Hamlet 2. Is that the movie? Mm -hmm. And they sing Rock Me Sexy Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I have not seen Hamlet 2. I do not know. I will say most of the movie is not worth anything, but Rock Me Sexy Jesus is a memorable number. I am going to Google Rock Me Sexy Jesus. Is Mm -hmm. it as memorable as Denise Richards dancing with Jesus in Drop Dead Gorgeous? It's definitely catchier. (laughs) (laughs) You'll sing it in your head all week long. (laughs) Rock Me Sexy Jesus. Well, I'll keep that logged away. Uh, So many churchgoers were shocked by her taking gospel lyrics and putting them to secular music. That's the devil's way. Yeah. Mm. But that didn't stop her from becoming an overnight sensation. She performed with Cab Calloway at Harlem's Cotton Club. And on December 23rd, 1938, she performed at John Hammond's concert entitled uh, Spirituals to Swing at Carnegie Hall. Oh. Oh, Right? In 1938, so she would have been 23. that's Uh, amazing right she would play her gospel music at nightclubs along with blues and jazz musicians really Mm -hmm. some people in the gospel leave room for jesus on the dance floor guys (laughs) right (laughs) respect him uh some people in the gospel community didn't really like that go figure it's getting the word out there that's what Never mind. Are you going to be all right? Are you going to be okay? You were going to say that's what Jesus did? Yeah. And that's the whole point of evangelizing in the Christian faith? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. uh, (laughs) We all have a little bit of baggage. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She would also participate in guitar battles at the Apollo. That's fucking baller. (laughs) Yeah. And she was often, quote unquote, complimented with... Uh, quote, you play as good as a man. Oh, uh, thanks. <laughs> because in like pre-50s era, like most, uh, like the c- guitar was considered a very masculine instrument. What is the obsession with American <laughs> Gendering gender- instruments. Yes! Yeah. I'm sure it's not exclusively American, but no. it's, um, it's a lot. It just seems real prevalent mm-hmm. well i think it has something to do with our uh like puritanical heritage and the formation of this country i would say probably mm-hmm. has something to play a part in it they were in drag <laughs> they wore wigs and high heels and first blush. of all the wigs were to disguise whether or not they were balding uh because at that time hair loss was one of the first symptoms of syphilis so anyone who had... And then their nose slid off their face. Right, I eventually. Understand. But, like, anyone who had, like, male pattern baldness had it... Like, it would be very easy to accuse them of syphilis. You got a dirty crotch. <clears throat> so... Governor. <laughs> wigs became popular not only to cover up people who had syphilis and try to play it off as they didn't, but also people who were bald or balding to not be lumped in with that group. So you trade out that and then get lice. Why? I would argue that lice is better than syphilis. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> if you think lice. 
But I don't know. I feel like can't his modern day king just like take some medicine for syphilis? Okay, yes, I'm yeah. talking and, back in the uh, era of the Continental Congress. I'd rather have licensed syphilis. Yeah, Pre- you penicil- didn't have a choice. You had lice. You yeah. probably well, had yeah. both. Had. Say, yeah, you have lice anyway. Might as well Touch throw a wig syphilis. on it. Yeah, throw a wig. But on But if we could put wigs on lice. Then, <laughs> then, just the cutest really made it. Well, that's how you, well, the more lice you have, the more volume you have in your wig. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, my hair does different formations. Do you need to put lice snacks? Like, if you were, <laughs> no, 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 you are the snack. Yeah, am I? Okay, yeah, for right. lice. Okay. Thing. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, but would you want a little extra up there? <laughs> yeah, <So>. bloody wigs. <laughs> yeah. But no, so like the bigger and the fancier wigs were. Mm-hmm. Like it was a status symbol. The more symbol. syphilis like you the had? More, no, right. it was a status symbol <clears throat> because they were expensive, especially the sure, good sure, sure. ones mm-hmm. with like horse hair or actual like low people of low income status would actually sell their hair to make actual better quality wigs. You want to know what extensions are made out of? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, don't people still do that? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, exactly. That's the mark of a nicer wig as opposed to like a synthetic poly blend, right? Yeah. Well, and listen, you in, can't the, in the past, they wanted to separate themselves from the peasantry. Mm-hmm. So the more they look like space aliens. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Well, the more you look like a Mars attacks alien. Boom. Yeah. And it's also where the term big wig came from. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> of course it did. Next time Sam's just going to do all. a full history of the wig. <laughs> <laughs> Wig party is very different from wig culture. <laughs> They're loud and proud about series. their syphilis in the wig party. Oh no, the wig political party was very like uh, uh, mm. you would call them like white nationalists now. Oh, okay, so they're back. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. And there was one in between the wig and like what you call them now is the know nothing party. Oh they yeah. They were also yeah. very white nationalists mm-hmm. as well. Yep. Sounds so about anyway, right. sounds about <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> Welcome to the rabbit Star. hole zone. <laughs> the rabbit hole. Anyways, so a guitar was a masculine instrument. That's where we started. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Is it because what? Like. It looks like a dick. It's longer than it is wide, so it must be a phallus. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's more cumbersome. Um, (laughs) This is so heavy. The dainty lady arms can't carry it. Oh, my. Big Like, the more, like, virtuoso style playing, I think, at the time, Mm -hmm. was probably more aggressive and less feminine, I would assume. And what time period are we looking at again? I don't know. Any time before, like the 1950s, I guess, is kind of when that narrative started to change. But I don't know if that's even. Cha- I feel yeah, like I it's still. I said started. Yeah, I feel like there's still a lot of like stereotypes about like. Yeah, yeah. Instruments or like even anything. If you, if you go into like a middle school band room, yeah, you're gonna see the girls playing certain instruments and the a boys fife. playing sure, other yeah. instruments. Tuba. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's not a lot of girl tubist. Yeah. But uh, specifically, the the person you're talking about now, what what time period is she coming up in? Um, right now, so she started playing in like the early 1920s, and then she hit had her first hit in like 1938. Okay, yeah, yeah. So pre-war kind of. Yes. Okay. But now we're hitting World War Two. So during oh, wow. time, during World War Two, she was one of the only two gospel artists to record V discs. Uh, for the troops overseas. Aww. V-discs, huh? Yeah, they were essentially, like, it was music that they would send over to the troops. And <laughs> so, a little background on that. There was a music strike happening 
in what? the states. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Do tell. Enter the rabbit hole. Brief, <laughs> briefly as possible. Um, yeah. So musicians noticed that like records were being a thing. And like bars, instead of hiring a band, would get a jukebox. Oh, I mean, sure. Right, yeah. So oh, they were okay. like, the music organizations were like, hey, give us a cut of this. We don't want to be cut out of music or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> the the studios were like, screw you musicians. We're doing what we want. Right. Right. And they all went on strike. Gotcha. Right. So wow. during the war period, uh, a lot of people like the big band era and stuff, they wouldn't produce any music in the states right so there's no oh, music published within that time uh-huh. period right uh-huh. except for the troops because there's a war on and you right. want to uplift the spirits yeah of, you gotta right. support the troops right so this they aren't the troops and i'm the troops and no one wants that mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but yeah there were like uh big movies that came out right mm-hmm. yeah. like uh being crosby or whatever mm-hmm. um but like the soundtracks wouldn't come out for the movies but it was super popular so (laughs) oh my god Mm -hmm. wow all right i didn't realize that and uh because these music like producers were on strike there were other ones that popped up which is a lot of like jazz musicians and so forth had a a start during that period oh sure because the other ones were like "Mm, no i'm not interested so they had a big chance, you so know, outside of the studio is, system to chance of scab music is what you're saying. Oh, uh, in a way, in but a way, in the best way possible. Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm butchering this horribly. Look into it. It's you know, music strike it was like 1942 through 44 or something. That's but yeah, super interesting. Yeah, yeah. I won't definitely be. Mm-hmm. But it makes that. sense that she was making music for the troops. Right. Yeah. Um. So. In 1944, she recorded a song uh, entitled Strange Things Happening Every Day. This song, uh, in particular, really showed off all of her talent from lyrics uh, to singing delivery to her expert guitar playing. Uh, It was the first gospel song to appear on Billboard magazine's Harlem Hit Parade. Ooh. Which then turned into Billboard's R&B charts. Ah. ah okay. Um, Harlem Hip Parade. Mm-hmm. I have never heard that before. Me either. Uh, so this achievement has been called mm. the first record for rock and roll music. Oh. Interesting. I'll definitely have to look that up. Yeah. Uh, in 1946, Rosetta saw Maria Knight perform. She was enraptured. Uh, two weeks later, she shows up on Maria's doorstep and convinces her to go on tour with her. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> Obsessed. <laughs> right? Yeah. No one publicly outed them, and neither of them would admit it, but pretty much everyone who knew them knew that they were an item. Aww. It was the least kept secret of anyone who knew them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> this lasted a few years until they parted ways. There's a bunch of stuff that goes into it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, in 1951, she married her manager, uh, Russell Marisso. Uh, this was her third marriage. I'm not sure who her second marriage was. But I didn't oh, okay. come across that. Sure, but, yeah. Um, she had her wedding <coughs> before a concert at Griffith Stadium in Washington, D.C. Oh, my God. Hmm, yeah. yeah. Before one of her concerts, she was like, hey, I'm going to get married in front oh, of everybody. Real quick. So she you had... You guys pick the 
great fucking night. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she had 25,000 people pay to come see her wedding. That's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah but then she sure had to do her own music afterwards. Oh, that my is God. True. <laughs> you are your own entertainment. But Sly uh. Stone and of Sly and the Family Stones. Uh, oh. Or Sly Stones and the Family Gems or anyway. Uh, Sly Stone did it years later. And they were like, oh, my God, that's amazing. But, yeah, she did it first. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, so the next year, 1952, she recorded, quote, uh, quote, <laughs> she recorded a song entitled Have a Little Talk with Jesus. Uh, she recorded it with Red Foley, uh, who was a white artist of the time, which is believed to be the first recorded interracial duet in U.S. history. Wow. Amazing. Uh, in 1957, she did a month-long tour in the UK. Um, in 1964, she toured Europe with a slew of greats, including Otis Spann and Muddy Waters and, like, a bunch of other people. Wow. Ah, okay. In 1970, her performing career was cut short by a stroke. Um, Fuck! You know, she also lost a leg to diabetes. Fuck! <laughs> And in 1973, at the age of 58, she passed away due to another stroke. Damn, Gina. She was buried in an unmarked grave in Northwood Cemetery in Philadelphia. Aww. It's all right. All is not lost. It's okay. okay. All right. All right. In 2007, she was inducted into the Blues Hall of Fame. And in 2008, a benefit concert was held in her honor to raise funds for a marker for her grave. Later that year, not only did she have a marker placed on her grave, uh, she also had a historical marker placed at her Philadelphia house as well. Dope. Ah, yeah. Her legacy. In 1995, the USPS issued a Rosetta Tharp stamp. Um, in 2018, she was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. Um, she's had at least one biography written about her. She's had a documentary. And... There was a musical made about her and her relationship with Maria Knight. Oh, that's that. cool. Yeah. Um, as far as her influence, along with the ones I have already mentioned, um, Aretha Franklin cites her song, That's All, as an influence, and so does Isaac Hayes. Wow. Um, her rhythmic energy has been listed as an influence on performers such as Karen Carpenter, Neil Sedaka, and Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Got some range there. Well, right? you know yeah. it's good if Meatloaf is behind it. Uh, when Johnny Cash gave his induction speech to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he referenced her as his favorite singer as a child. Wow. I think Bob Dylan puts it best when he said in an interview, quote, Sister Rosetta Tharp was anything but plain. Uh, she was a big, good-looking woman and divine, not to mention sublime and splendid. She was a powerful force of nature. A guitar-playing, singing evangelist. Wow. And that is Rosetta Tharp. Sister Rosetta right. Tharp. Sister Rosetta Tharp. Yeah, I'm always looking for new music that's sort of outside of what I normally listen to. Like, yeah. I hunt for tracks on a regular basis. But, yeah, that's definitely one to look into. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to a couple little bits and pieces, and we can post a couple bits and pieces. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll uh, be great. Release it on Instagram along with her pictures and stuff. But yeah, uh, you'll like. I was like, oh, I can definitely see how Chuck Berry adopted a huge amount of his style from her. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool. 
I can't wait to see footage of her and everything. Yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. Queer black godmother of rock and roll. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. I've never done anything that cool. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I'm like, eh, you pack it. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> Our sevens of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do you have anything to add to that uh, rock and roll stone? No. I, um, I like to listen to music, but I know very little about it, including <laughs> names and influences and... Agree. Oh, yeah. I'm horrible about names of musicians and stuff. Like, one of my friends was like, hey, Bon Jovi songs. And I was like, I don't know any Bon Jovi songs. Yes. And he started the Bon Jovi. Like, yes, right. you do. You know the Bon Jovi songs. Right. There's well, Candle in the Wind. He there's... started listing them and is like, I know all of these. How do I know so many Bon yeah. Jovi songs? But. <laughs> Because he is a great songwriter of our generation. Right. But in the way that Isaac is always seeking out new and interesting things, and like he wants to know like what's happening on the other side of the world and genres yeah, that are yeah. just developing right. and all that yeah. stuff, I'm like, I'll just listen to the same music I listened to in high school. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I never need anything new. Yes, My Chemical Romance, thanks. I'm yeah. done. <laughs> I was listening yeah. to Alanis Morissette like, last week. Yes. Like, I just, yes. Mm-hmm. my jam. Yeah, and I'm changing my IP so I can access different parts of YouTube to figure out what's yes. popular and. <laughs> I do understand yeah. my secret talent, which is when Isaac makes music and he has me listen to it, I can be like, "This is the part that's not working." <laughs> it's true, and I yeah. don't know the All words right. for the part that's not yeah. working. But I'm like, "There's a there's this thing happening and this thing happening, and then there's something in the middle, and it's not right." Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, I love listening to. Uh, working compositions uh my dad does a lot of yeah, yeah. that how's his cover band doing uh they are not <laughs> cover banding <laughs> they're not Jerry cover banding. Uh, yeah. but oh my god so funny i told him about that because it came mm-hmm. up not too long ago and he was like that's fucking great <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we mentioned that's the last time we I were think on so. there yeah i think and so yeah, it'll Good never stuff. stop making me laugh. I know <laughs> you. You're not serious. <laughs> Wait, what? Same thing with Journey. Yeah, I probably know a bunch of their songs. You know but Like relating them to, to Journey is. Yep, 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 yep. I am painfully aware of who Journey is. <laughs> <laughs> so if we want to jump into the yeah, talk, I'm ready. Yeah. We are going to talk about a regional amusement park. Ooh, from Coloma, Michigan, and I'm sure you'll have to cut Coloma, this. Michigan. Yes, okay. so I'm gonna have you listen to the song. We can, we're gonna watch the. We're, you can find it on YouTube. Okay. Um, so you can cut it from what the recording and then link the YouTube. Okay. Um, but this is what gets stuck in my head and led me down a rabbit hole. Oh, <laughs> all right. A while ago. don't like you. <laughs> That's going to get stuck in my head. I just, every time they show the deer, I just want them to be slightly larger. <laughs> <laughs> just a bit more terrifying every Here's time. Here's a little spoiler. Want... So did the U.S. 
Uh, Department of Agriculture. <laughs> I want um, the, the last time they see Look at there. the last time they show the deer to have like a kid lose a finger. <laughs> <laughs> Just so half a kid. That, <laughs> so that commercial played because I grew up in Northwest Indiana. That commercial played year round all of the time. Oh, like just as a synopsis forest. for the people that can't pause there was a lot of uh reference to feeding deer feed and then the other deer f- ride the boat feed the deer ride the train yes <laughs> yeah feed the deer shove a half a hot dog in your face at once yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah it did say something about hot dogs yeah feed the deer and have a hot dog oh my god a deer you're feeding <laughs> you're feeding the deer all day long it was but yeah, Deer Forest in Coloma, Michigan. And my family, we never went. I was like, going to... Yes, never. That's even better. It's just the thing we saw and we just saw it on our TV. And like, we didn't have cable. We just had... We didn't even have air conditioning. We just had network TV oh, in a hot girl. house all summer long. Same girl. And so we would always be like... We'd ask to go. My parents... Ne- it was never... In the cards. It was, that was <laughs> never <laughs> happening. <laughs> Yeah. You will not be feeding deer, nor riding a boat, no. nor shoving a hot dog. Not at all. And there were other commercials for theme parks here in the Midwest. Uh, oh, yeah. Indiana yeah. Beach. Yeah. There's yeah. more yeah. than corn in here. Yeah. I, I did to... get to go to Indiana Beach one time because ah. one of my friends in fourth well. grade let me. Nice. Like, nice. I got to be the friend that tagged along. Yeah, yeah. but I, I went at, like, somewhere between, like, 17 and 19, which is way, <laughs> way past this local amusement park's heyday. The mm-hmm. scariest ride was, like, the ski lift chair that took you oh around the perimeter God, that thing was horrifying. <laughs> I didn't ride that. No. <laughs> they, Talk um, about creaks and squeaks. <laughs> they had oh essentially God. a Ren fair. No, I'm asking if I'm okay. Yeah, I just fine. shifted around a whole bunch. So you're good. Sure. But yeah, Indiana Beach essentially had a Ren fair that we went to occasionally. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Of course, if you went to Indiana Beach, it was at the Ren <laughs> Right. That tracks for his family. Yeah. And also, yeah. there were like Six Flags commercials, too. Mm-hmm. St. Louis. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I remember that. We with didn't the get the St. Louis ones where guy. I was. We got the Six Flags Great America, which is the Chicago. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bernie. Right. One. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. But Don't yeah. forget Holiday World in Santa Claus, Indiana. Oh, Every shit, day yeah. <laughs> So yeah. many regional amusement parks, There's right? Yeah. Many, but yeah, really. I I had never heard of the Deer Forest until I you showed me the commercial. I don't think anyone who grew up outside of that like no, tiny, I've never tiny heard pocket, of it. Yeah, yeah but mm-hmm. why would you have? Because it's not like they had roller coasters or mm. anything like really exciting. Just very hungry deer. Yeah, you had <laughs> to feed them all day. <laughs> did they, they stop must have been. you? They must I'm have sure been they probably thick. did. And <laughs> three C's. Like yeah, squirrels maybe on college four. campuses. Yes. <laughs> my sister Sarah can still sing the entire jingle. Oh my <laughs> God. Like in a flash. It is, That's amazing. It is always just like at the tip of her brain to sing to whoever is willing to listen. Oh my God. It's just like an ingrained part of my childhood. Yep, I'm sure yep. there's probably a couple jingles I could sing from my childhood. Right? Yeah. yeah. But... Not that long ago, it popped into my head that this existed, and because I'm me, and now I'm like, I'm an adult. I could go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Is Deer Forest still a thing? Is it okay. Could I go to The Deer internet's Forest? a miracle like that. <laughs> the answer is no, ma'am. Oh, <laughs> no, no way. It is yeah. not a thing. No, ma'am. So, but then I was like, well, why have men? Like, when did, like, yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about the history and final destiny of Deer Forest. That's amazing. I'm super excited. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I couldn't find a ton, and I didn't, for being honest, try that I, hard. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, third to fifth grade level book report. Excellent. So it opened in 1949. Ooh. Wow. And by the mid fifties, it was seeing over two hundred thousand visitors a summer. Holy Jesus shit! So like, in terms of regional amusement parks, it was people love yeah, being good. here. Yeah, yeah, surprising. Michiganians um, can't get enough of it. They, they want to love to feed deer. Get them love deer it. thick. <laughs> you think that deer likes deer. cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Pack corn in its mouth. So. The original owners owned it until 1975. It was the yeah. first time it was sold. Damn. Which I think it's a good run. That's a good yeah. long time. Um, and it had, if you listen to the commercial, you know a lot of things that it had. <laughs> yeah. a little yes. less. So it had I'm a, curious about helicopter. <laughs> Run me through that so one. So helicopter is like a little ride. That, oh, like it's not a You sit in the little helicopter okay. car and it goes around in a circle oh, okay, kind of okay. thing. Okay, okay. Um, so it had like little amusement park rides like that, like a little scrambler. There was a Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. There was a train that went around the perimeter of the park. Cool. Uh, things like that. They had a petting zoo. They had pony and camel rides. Camel rides. All that right, was in the song be... too. Ride yeah. a camel. Oh yeah. Feed yeah. the deer. <laughs> Ride <a> again. <laughs> um, they had something called Storybook Lane. And so Cute. you could go, the song mentions, talk to folks from nursery rhymes. They would have, like, people dressed up as, like... <laughs> Mother Goose yeah, and different whoever, fucking things. That's my understanding. They had, like, yeah, like, structures built that yes, were storybook. Yes. This is Dumpty Dumpty's wall. Yeah, they had, like, <laughs> a, yeah. they had, like, a Noah's Ark thing that kids could climb uh, in and play on. Of course they did. And, like, it the little the wooden cutout things you put your face in, like, the little photo op things. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could be an animal on the Ark. Yeah, uh, stuff like that. That's I'm never a been... That was never at a church fair that I went to growing <laughs> up. You just made that up in your head right now. Can you, yeah. a, can you put a quarter in a device to get cannon into the face with seawater? <laughs> I didn't see anything about that. You definitely they had like deer feed. Like you, you the really could feed the bubble gum deer feeders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the petting zoo had like goats and stuff. And then they also just had like a playground. Goats are mean as fuck. <laughs> Some they of them definitely can be. Um, you just think their square pupils are weird. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a cheap admission. Like I it wasn't yeah. it wasn't that expensive. It wasn't Yeah, you're were, spending all your money on the deer feed yeah. and those and the hot dogs. So many. And the hot dogs, yeah. Oh. Uh, you dogs. know how much a helicopter ride costs? Oh my god. By but golly. You're going native. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like on the edges of it. No, no, I'm going where the spirit leads, okay? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> or wherever the deal deer corral you to get <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Fucking feed me. <laughs> how aggressive were there? Uh, like I don't know any reports of no. uh, and the reports aggressive that I was deerings. Reading when I was googling, and there's a lot of like regional newspapers that talked oh, about sure. the the park, but people talked about like they would go like for a field trip sometimes, new place Get that the par- like the family would go for you know a couple of times yeah. last summer, but like you guys want to go uh, feed yeah. the deer, and it was like a, a thing that you got to do. Henry's on the podcast. Oh, give us a good kitty. meow. No, if you yeah. hold him long enough, he will. He said no. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it was something affordable that yeah. the family could do together. It was like a thing, and yeah. it was outside, mm-hmm. and you weren't in my goddamn house screaming. Yes. Yeah. And people have really fond memories of, like, kind of, it, like, its heyday and, like... We need a documentary on it, like uh, Action Park. Yes. We, yes. The last time we talked about this, we actually saw, like, a Action Park documentary. We did watch the Action Park <laughs> I, Did you? Oh, my God. It's so good. It, it was, is so good. Yes. Um... So it did, after it was sold in the 70s, it changed hands a few more times. There's not really anything interesting that I could find. Um, and then still, it, still very hungry deer. Yeah. <laughs> but in 2005, some cousins, two cousins, who lived in sh- the Chicago area oh. bought this uh, park. They, like, grew up with it? I don't even... I think they saw it as like an investment thing. They were going to buy it and then they were going to hire someone to run it. Yeah. And they were going to keep, this is, I'm filling in some blanks. Sure. Um, They also auctioned parts of it off. Oh, okay. So it was like, I don't Mm -hmm. know, like, I saw some things that said it was 25 acres, some things said it was 32 acres, but they, they auctioned some bits off and they kept like all the structures, they kept the train that went around the perimeter, the Ferris wheel, all that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, But it like, wasn't like by the early 2000s it wasn't as popular as it once was people aren't really looking to go like feed damn deer all day once you introduce the internet kids aren't interested in feeding deer anymore um too much rap music out there unless it's farmville and then (laughs) or yes (laughs) animal crossing yeah Mm -hmm. and in 2009 the u.s department of agriculture came in and removed 140 deer from the park damn that is a lot of deer the herd was malnourished oh no people were not feeding the deer anymore I really wanted them to be super fat. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I was like, so did the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no. They were like, oh, these goddamn starving deer are going to die. Yeah. <laughs> they so. really were eating kids. Also, I, <laughs> I don't really know what like a I would also healthy... want to see a horror movie based on this uh, Starving concept. deer. <laughs> uh, I don't know what a healthy herd looks like for 25 acres, but that seems like a lot of deer. That's a For bunch a, of deer. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. Yes. Right, because I'm assuming it was also fenced in and things. Like, I yeah, I didn't get the impression yeah. that they're, like, roaming. Yeah. Right, they're the deer forest deer. Sure, they are park deer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then... They're employees! The, yeah. This gets me to Old what I tense. find the most tragic but most fascinating part of deer forest. Oh, no. Is in 2013, the guys sure. from Chicago leased the park to a, a married couple. John... Stellaris, I think it's pronounced, and his wife, Amy Gadbury. Okay. And John and Amy turned the park into a nonprofit sanctuary. And they mm. changed the name to Deer Forest Exotic Animal Sanctuary. <gasps> Ooh. Right? And so they were, hmm. the, the thought process was like, oh, we'll bring in some exotic animals. We'll make yeah. it, we'll like freshen things up. And They'll eat the I remaining deer. Tiger King this <laughs> shit. Honestly, yeah. I was hoping they were just going to paint the deer like cheetahs or something. <laughs> it's cheetah. Look, well, this one's a polar bear. <laughs> and in some of the interviews I read with this John Stellaris guy, he was like, everything needs to be refurbished. Like, a lot of this stuff is original. It's mm-hmm. run down. Yeah. It needs sure. to either go or be revamped. Sure. However, John had misdemeanor convictions in Illinois for animal cruelty. 
Oh, oh, oh not God. the person that we want. Right? This so you got like sanctuary. Michael Vick running a dog rescue. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that took so, a dark turn. <laughs> yes. So this guy, John, he had misdemeanor convictions in Illinois for animal cruelty and neglect. Son and of a bitch. The thing he pled guilty to was leaving like a kennel of dogs, like 10 oh dogs. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. In a kennel with no food and not enough water for a week. Yikes. Motherfucker. Yes. He says he hired some teenagers to take care of the dogs and they dropped the ball and they did not do what he hired them to do. And he, it was too expensive for him to fight it versus pleading guilty and taking the fine. He also blames his ex wife for those teenagers not doing this. Well, where's the ex wife? We need to talk to she her now. She yeah. did not comment. So then I found out. That he didn't just have the conviction there. He also was on a five-year probationary period for writing a bad check in Missouri. He also was convicted of, like, frauding, like, somebody in a position of, like, frauding creditors or something in Missouri. Uh, And he had a conviction for animal neglect there. Jesus, he is a uh, Hmm. well-traveled criminal. Animal neglector? Yeah. He also, his ex-wife, he's who he says, like, basically said, I don't have a problem with animals. I have a problem with my crazy ex-wife. Who also had a restraining order against him. Oh, okay. We're going to, yep. All right. Mm -hmm. He pled guilty to not paying child support. And the article I read in, that was published in 2014. Buddy, you're not helping your case. The article I read in 2014 said he owed more than $40,000 in back child support. He also moved to Hammond, Indiana, which is not very far from where I grew up. No, it's not. Um, And had a bunch of animals on some property there. Of course. Somebody called the Humane Society because his horses were just like wandering around. Oh, okay, cool. So the Humane Society officers or whoever went to his house and they found these horses that were not looking so hot. And also a bunch of puppies kept in a kennel outside in the sun in the summer. With no food or water. So where's your ex-wife now? Right. right. Yeah. And he was like, my ex-wife did it again. Yeah. She oh. steals the water. So he was like, <laughs> the officer. this is, this is just so such thirsty. a weird thing. <laughs> She's so thirsty. So they came back to look again and he had just booked it. He left. I got no pup. Left everybody? He, the, everyone was gone. The horses, the dogs, everybody. He just left out. Wow. Jesus. Good. Hammond didn't want you anyway. <laughs> you take that shit Charles. to Michigan, you fuck. <laughs> um, so this is the guy that they hired to take over oh, Deer Forest. <laughs> Jesus. But because of his convictions, he's not allowed to care for any of the animals. Good. So he is, what is he doing? Clerical work? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you called no! it. He's the website uh, manager. I know we're getting there, but uh, I have low expectations. (laughs) So he is like the... um, I took a couple web design classes. Yeah, he's like the marketer. And his wife, his new wife, Amy, is... She's the one... She's not as thirsty. She's the one doing all the animal care. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Great. I'm going to guess she doesn't have a whole lot of experience when it comes to animal care. The articles didn't talk about her. They did talk about how the community of Coloma heard about this guy and his track record, and they were pissed. They yeah. were like, "This, we mm-hmm. love this place. It's a part of our community. It's a part of, like, memories, nostalgia. Yeah, like, uh-huh. it's, it's such yeah. a part thing of us. here. And you're going to hear this guy? Yeah. This yeah. sack of shit? Yeah. 
And he was like, I understand. I have a lot. You know, I, I, I can earn these people's trust. We all have baggage. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, they brought things back like a wild donkey, a tortoise, a pair of alligators, some bobcats. And alligators an, for the kids to ride. And an <laughs> ankle wat- watusi? Let's look this up. What? What did you call me? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, this I know I've heard the name. weird cow-looking thing. Oh, I know what that yes. is. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, I have yeah. one of those. Yeah, it's the very pointy, the rigid cow. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it definitely gave me like Tiger King wannabe vibes. Yeah, like yeah. we found these animals in just different happenstances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's we put them on the same. We made a trip to the night market, and yeah, <laughs> this is what we came back the with. The night market. <laughs> um, ooh, I did. I actually pulled a quote from. Uh, thing so WSBT is a local news uh, station up there and they had an article and this is a quote (laughs) from this guy he says there's no record of me anywhere ever abusing an animal did I go out of town at the wrong time with a crazy ex-wife yeah I did should should I have been more should I have left more responsible adults in charge of my kennel absolutely my trouble is probably with women more than it is with the law. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, when they took over the park, it was running in the red. It was like okay. $50,000 in the red. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they were still charging $6.50 for admission. Oh, my. Hmm. In 2013. There are some uh, updates you could do to your business model. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's for bit. sure. Um, that article that I pulled that quote from, they interviewed a woman where is it? Uh, called Kimberly Peters. She said that she went with her grandkid and they saw horses with open wounds. Oh. oh. And then oh. this guy was no. like, look, 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 look. They were sick when you got them. Yes, that's exactly oh my God. Damn it. <laughs> like, you know, this con man. He was Ugh. like, somebody dropped the horse off. She's this, this I, woman surrendered. She, I had four when I went to bed, woke up six. She brought this horse. She said it was already sick. She couldn't couldn't take care of it. And so I took the sanctuary. horse. What am I supposed to do? It's a, it's I turn sanctuary. this sick horse away? Yeah. What would you have me do? Yeah. Make it into glue? But when the horses get together, form a little group, and leave the other one's horse head in his bed? Yes. <laughs> um, he'll understand that. <laughs> it's a message to the person. And the other horses. So the article that I read from WSBT was published in like early 2014. And then nothing else was published. Radio silence. And then the internet tells me it closed permanently in 2014. Oh. So they didn't even make it a year. Quickly and quietly. They didn't even make it a year. Wow. Yes. And so then it just sat like empty, dilapidated. Oh my God! Until, Were the alligators still there until 2022? Oh, oh, so recent. Yes. So it's I been have revived. I have this um this little slideshow. If you guys would like to see the dilapidated. Oh my God! I'm yeah. all about. It's gonna be real aids. liminal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, you yes. can link. It's from mlive.com. Okay, perfect. But it's just the beer forest. <laughs> oh, oh, clowns, and oh yeah, there are the cutouts of cut birds. Wall, yep, mm-hmm. some sort of structure. A shack that looks haunted as a uh, haunted so pumpkin. The pumpkin, I think, was part of Storybook Lane. 
Yeah. yeah. Probably, yeah. What Probably fucking... Cinderella's pumpkin, oh, maybe. Yeah, uh, smart. But it looks like uh, a pumpkin that you uh, leave out until like Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's yeah. the one your mom was like, you were supposed to throw that away three days ago. <laughs> yes, yeah. smash it up for the squirrels. Here's our Noah's Ark. Oh, that's, that's more wow. like a Noah's rowboat. Yeah. And it, yeah, that looks like it's I'm... on Sleepaway Camp 4 where it's at a church. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm really getting the haunted movie vibes that you were talking about earlier. Right, like sure. yes. So for real, do a haunted um, arc. Mm-hmm. Characters With, like, from this, just like where they kept the storybook lane, oh, stuffed things. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't um, like that. Those are. You're haunted. gonna like this. There, no, there are. Oh wow! Small, oh. small children's spirits inside of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The wow. That creepy human sized yeah. stuffed uh, things that are in like rocking chair. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All those storybook characters that were probably creepy by the mid 80s. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's just a bunch of pictures of like the outbuildings and like the staff areas mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So all of that stuff went up for auction with the pro- like the land and all the things on it went up for auction in 2022. Mm-hmm. Wow. It sold for $550,000. What? And it is going I to would be, not have been surprised if there was no thousand on there. <laughs> it's going to be like cleared and built into a subdivision. Oh. Of course it will be. Yep. Yeah. Maybe the deer will instinctually come back I really and hope make so. it I hope like those people never have a tree, a tree grow to maturity again. Right. I also no hope they name. I hope they name the subdivision Deer Forest. Deer I was forest. just about yeah. to say that. Yes, <laughs> they're gonna have to. Yeah. Wow. So, anyways, I cannot go to Deer Forest or there's Hunter's nothing, Grove. There's nothing the left. No, either. Uh, it's gonna yeah. be a B and E if you go there <laughs> soon. Yes, it will. I uh, spend some time in jail. Mm-hmm. Damn. Would you would you pay more to have the ark in your backyard or to not have the ark in your backyard? I like the pumpkin actually. Oh yeah, the pumpkin pumpkin would be. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I take the ark. I'd fuck with that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, haunted or whatever. Make it festive. Like set it up for the holidays. I like. I do my tiki ark. My yeah, tiki Tiki ark, haunted ark, Christmas ghost ship. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. For Halloween parties, turn the tiki arc into a ghost ship. Done. Yep. Done. The holiday classic, Ghost Dog. Ghost Dog! Is that a thing? Yeah, it is. It's a nice tea movie. I'm <laughs> oh sorry. God. I was not aware of this either. I didn't know. I did not know that that was. I'm not uh, going to say it's a good movie, but it is a movie. Go it check is, out Ghost Dog. It, is, it makes Let an impression. Know. Yeah. Oh, my. Have you done it for one of your episodes? No. Yeah. <laughs> We've referenced it probably. <laughs> Multiple times. What he means is not yet. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> this Christmas on BS Reactor. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so uh, I, hopefully those. Yeah, hope those. Hopefully those deer have uh, mm-hmm. been renourished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. They're plentiful and whatnot. Yeah. And thick. Say farewell to the dearly departed. Oh, <laughs> drum roll. <laughs> At least you didn't say it in your accent. Say, <laughs> say farewell to the dearly <laughs> departed deer forest. <laughs> but dum dum snare. <laughs> 
my god all right um but yeah we talked about this a while ago and then we were like if we ended up with a you know vaguely haunted looking amusement park yeah what would we turn that into <gasps> i want to build one from scratch and this i have talked about because i you want to purchase your hauntings yeah i want to know exactly want, what's haunting mm-hmm. yeah. yeah okay but also Hand like my imagination just like grabs onto a thing and goes yeah and so when i was reading like the first time around when i was learning all of this weird stuff about deer forest i was like thinking about what it would take to start an amusement park because somebody oh. at some point right before 1949 saw those 25 acres or whatever it was like I have a vision. I know what to do. We need deer. We need a train. We yes. need a helicopter. Maybe a camel. Hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. And well, how, hot dogs. What are we doing? What are we doing with this? We're going to make it something great. And I was like, I wouldn't just do an amusement park because I don't have children. And I am not particularly interested in hanging around a million children who are what? screaming all day long. Um, and I was like, That's what would make it time. interesting and fun for a bunch of grownups? Yeah, a grown-up mm-hmm. amusement park. Yeah, that you could have, like, fun rides yeah. that are not, like, too kiddy or too scary. Yeah. And you could also have, like, like a petting zoo or, like, whatever. You could have animals Fuck and things. yeah. But I would love to have something that had some of that stuff, but also, this is in my imagination, where I have endless money. Yes. Sure. Endless money. I think it would be amazing to start some kind of, like, artist residency but the artists are more craftspeople than fine arts people. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And then we could have them like create art that people can see or interact with, but also teach workshops about how to do that art yeah. or craft. Yeah, like glass yeah. blowing. Or yeah. I was thinking that. Mm-hmm. Or like He's, ceramics. or Yeah, or even like, do you guys know that you can buy like online, it's a thing you can go, I want to say it's, I make shoes.com or something and you can buy the things you need to make a pair of shoes that fits you in your house like today. Wow. Yeah. No. That you need like a sewing machine but and some specialized like you they're called foot lasts like the thing that looks like a shoe that you <laughs> cobbling tools build the shoe around. Sure. sure. But like without that much specialized equipment you can make your own pair of shoes. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. It's just a thing you can do. Thanks, cool. internet. Yeah. Yeah. You can do leather working at home without specialized equipment. You can, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you can do all kinds of really fascinating things. Things that people used to know, like, when you lived in, like, a small community, right? Sure. There was a person who special, And now, because everything is as connected and huge as it is, we've generally lost touch with how things that we use every day are made right and i because this is a place i want to visit i want to be able to talk to people and see people and learn a little bit about how people make the things that we get to use in our life the things that are beautiful the things that are useful the things that are both yeah i think there should be a place where people could go that would be awesome and then also maybe you like take a little train ride around and see the beautiful Thank you, the ceramics corner. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Anyways, that's what I would do. I want one. Yeah. I dreamed a dream when dreams were dreams. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dreams were dreams. Also, because if I didn't have to work and I had endless money, but maybe not enough resources to do that, I would learn how to do so many things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Like, what t- stops me is time and money. Mm. <laughs> Otherwise, yes. I would straight up be like, look at these shoes I made. Right? Yeah. I'm going to spend three months learning how to make shoes. And then yeah. I'm going to spend six months learning how to make purses. And then I'm going to... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Just a crafter. Yeah. I absolutely and would. I'm going to make stained glass and then neon signs. And then... And uh, I have that thing where I'm like, they could figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not a dummy. And with a, you know, an artist commune like that, now that we have access to the internet, you can teach like online classes yeah. and mm-hmm. do retreats or, you yeah. know. Like corporate I, team building haven't exercises. Have you participated in, in some different like weekend classes mm-hmm. and stuff Last online? summer I did, they call it the Brawby. And Cute. I took like three or four days of classes. And it's all about how to sew laundry. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And because lingerie sewing takes different techniques and yeah. different and a different understanding of materials and geometry <clears throat> and a bunch of other stuff, um, but sure. people are out there. You can you can contact people and get custom bras made, especially if you are a person who has um, a significant physical difference that it's hard to yeah. find underwear for. Mm-hmm. There are people who can make that for you who understand how a body is made and what might help. Um, you wear something that's comfortable. That's amazing. If someone was like, here's all the fabric and all of the uh, instruments and everything, here are patterns, Mm -hmm. scissors, make yourself a bra and underwear. I, no, I could not. I I would would... tie rags to myself. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Straight up loincloth. Yes. Tarzan style. style. Yeah, Tarzan style. I I know my skill level. And it is loincloth. But it was fascinating. Like when I, the thing that made me. You still need a stapler to make that (laughs) loincloth. I wouldn't use staples. Well, yeah, I wouldn't use staples. You could use (laughs) strips of fabric. Yeah, there we go. Um, The thing that made me decide to sign up for it is a woman who was like, if you were a person who has a hard time finding a bra mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or because mm-hmm. you feel like your body is too weird, too big, too lopsided, too anything. This is, and you like to sew, this is where you could spend some time because nobody is too big, lopsided, weird, anything. Me. You can, you can have underwear that feels comfortable and fits well. That's amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, if there are people who can do this and people who are making shoes Oh, yeah. Why? Why not learn how to do the things? Yeah. Find out what's fun. Mm-hmm. I. Why let small children that. over in Asia have all the fun when you can be having it here? When you can make. <laughs> this your is own also why when people are like, "You should do the thing and sell it," I'm like, "No, because it's fun when I do it on yes. my terms. Yes. Yeah. It is not fun when I'm required to do it for yeah. someone else." Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is how again, I have felt about small hair. children in Asia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a good time doing hair the other weekend, and like I wasn't oh, like awesome. Jesus fucking Christ <laughs> doing yeah. it. It was a really good time. It was a lot of hard work, and I stood on my feet for a long time for two days that I'm not used to anymore. Mm-hmm. But no, it was fun this time around. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then the drugs wore off, and the cat woke up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know my hairdresser has like this special little stool she uses. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Now a stool stylist. Yeah. Yeah, and I when I first saw it, I was like, I've never noticed one of those, and now I'm like, I don't want to stand up for any length. By the time I'm done cooking dinner, I'm ready for a little sit down. Bro, <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I it was of the uh, thought train for a very long time, like. If you're doing hair, you got to fucking stand up, dude. Like, stand up. 
you're not going to be able to get the tension that you need or the elevation that you need or blah, 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 blah. You don't have to stand the whole fucking time. Like, now as someone who I fucking ruined their back doing things the right way, like, I, I mean, it was genetic and whatnot, mm-hmm. but, like, I was not kind to my body. I, mm, yeah. uh, you know, I used it a lot. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I'm totally team take a take a pop. Take a pop and a squat. <laughs> and I will say, too, when she's doing my hair, she's up and down kind of a lot. Yes. In a way that, like, it took me a minute to realize she was using it during the haircut. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's not... For coloring services? Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. I am much more of the camp of working smarter and not harder. Yes. Absolutely. Because, yeah. Because me bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they be breaking. <laughs> also think um as a kid he took a lot of like um not honors classes we didn't have like ap classes in my high school we were too small but like my high school called them like college bound yes Mm -hmm. college college bound yeah they had straight up college bound and non-college bound tracks we were not been in the same classes Um, (laughs) but i didn't have room in my schedule to take Anything that was really fun. My electives were things like German three. Oh, is that an elective? Really? <laughs> no. Three arts I mean... classes one semester because they were like, "Fuck, no one wants you in their class." Um, but I didn't get to take like shop and home ec, which were things I was required to take in middle school. Oh, Everyone sure. had to take mm-hmm. shop and home ec, and I wish that I had more practical skills in that way. And sure. now I'm like, as an adult. If you didn't grow up in a house that cooked, that sewed, that did handy thing, where do you go to learn that? You go to yeah. YouTube. YouTube yeah. is yeah. not always super it doesn't answer your Learning yours. friendly, yeah. Yeah. And if you can't ask the question or have yes. somebody rephrase it in a way that makes sense. If that's whatever. not the way that you learn, you don't learn that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So can't that's part of it, it too. I'm like, man, if there was a place that grown ups could go and be like, how do you? make yeah. the thing like i just need the shelf like to make a but bag also, for myself yeah, yeah. i want to build a shelf but i don't want to go buy mm-hmm. right. ikea yeah Shit. i mean they don't have uh i mean obviously like the amusement park that you're talking about but i mean i'm pretty sure every town has like different trade shows that come through and if you just want to go look at exhibits of you know people who do craft works i'm sure you could ask anyone who like does that type of work and be like hey th- i think this would be a useful skill to learn i think it'd be fun to do how you know what would be the best way to get started in this and they may Mm -hmm. have some different resources to offer you other than just youtube yeah Mm -hmm. smart i did learn i didn't sew at all until well i shouldn't say at all i knew the basics kind Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. and then when COVID hit is when i started teaching myself garment sewing Um, and i started with a course i purchased online where they walked the course came with like a couple of garments Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like patterns and then walked you through like here's specifically how to do it and past that because it was COVID times i was like people on the internet do this Mm -hmm. and i was able to like tap into like virtual groups yeah that did teaching and stuff and like that was super super helpful i don't think there's ever anything as helpful as spending time around people who know yes Mm -hmm. like i worked in a local yarn shop for a couple of years when i was in school and i am really good at knitting and and fiber like that knitting related things 
and it's 100% because I spent a lot of hours in that knit shop sure. listening to people who knew infinitely more than me talk mm-hmm. about the things they did. Right. Yeah. And it was the best. You just I feel like that's where, up. yeah, where you thrive. That's your happy place. And I'm like, I just want to listen to people talk about their shit and not let me ask dumb questions. I, yeah. I don't want to be the smartest one in the room. Yeah. No, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big time. Yeah. Because you always feel like you have to carry the conversation. And well, it's awkward. Mm-hmm. Woof. Yeah. It's a mm-hmm. lot of responsibility being mm-hmm. so smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. I got it, guys. Don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, right. Don't worry about it. That's amazing. Well, yeah. um, to uh, piggyback uh, off of talking about fiber crafts and things like that, for our Get That Shit this week, we have a uh, um, giving craft supplies a second chance store yeah Yeah. it was started in flint michigan and it's yopes craft and sewing let me pull it up of course it's gone dang it i when you said that one i was like oh i wonder if she's gonna talk about and i had one in my head and it's not that one i'm so excited to learn about another one oh my gosh i'm so glad that there are more it's um secondhand craft supplies um, if you go to yopescraftandsewing.com, Y-O-P-E-S, um, it is an online uh, secondhand craft supplies. Uh, let's see. It helps keep it out of the landfill, and it, but uh, most importantly, it helps put your stash into the crafting hands of other people. Yeah. So uh, it's exactly what you fucking think it is you uh, get on the website and you can scroll through they have bolts of fabric yarn uh, they have all of the different information about each individual item that you want um, <sighs> but yeah uh, if you are looking for some uh, secondhand fabric uh, or god they have a ton of other stuff fabric yarn what else? Okay. Deer feeding bags. Deer feeding bags. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh my God. Some really cute pictures of cats. Yes. Uh, they update their store very often. Mm-hmm. So there is always a revolving door of products. So um, it's, I like to think of it as a thread up, but for <laughs> craft supplies. Sure. Mm-hmm. So if uh-huh. you don't want thread, thread up is it's a secondhand clothing uh, app, which is pretty fucking dope. But you can find them on TikTok, uh, do 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 do, and Instagram. I just saw them. On yes, Instagram. and Instagram, and it's Yopes Craft and Sewing, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yopes Craft and Sewing Instagram TikTok. Uh, go take a look. There's some pretty cool uh, four and three leaf clover fabric right now. Mm-hmm. So if you have a a cement goose. And you want to make it yeah. a, a, uh, a little St. Patty's, yeah, Patty's outfit, outfit yeah. for next year. Apparently, there's a catalog that you could order them from. Oh, yeah. It's an old lady catalog called Miles Gimbal. And it, if you need a cement goose outfit and also a personalized ornament and maybe some fuzzy slippers. I hope that's our first sponsor. <laughs> that would I be was so fucking baller. Yeah. Yes, goose and goose me. accessories. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, make sure you go and you uh, take a look there. 
Um, I think that's pretty much. God damn it. I have Sorry. a good one. We'll I, have to get you no, a shorter pop filter. Yeah. I, no, no, no. It was my foot this time. I'm kicking it now. <sighs> so it, just I just hulk it out. I just need to be in a little tiny <laughs> straight jacket. Yes. Oh, my God. Just I swaddle Cassie before we record. Listen, <laughs> uh, Samuel, he will tuck me in literally in bed. And I'm like, oh, my God, thanks. <laughs> it makes her fall asleep in like 30 seconds. It's weird. Uh, that's nice. That's <laughs> nice. Struggle snuggle. I love it. <laughs> Well, well, you guys are looking for uh, new fabric for your newest project. Make sure that we are in your earballs. You can find us on all the different streaming platforms, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. And uh, someday there will be more up on that YouTube channel. Yeah, in theory. Uh, you know, I believe in you. Girl, It'll girl can dream. You know. I know, I know. Uh, while you're there, make sure you like, follow, subscribe so we can continue to grow. Keep uh, Check out our link tree. Uh, keep your eyeballs peeled for new stuff. Give us a holler if you have a small business you want to hype or a topic you don't want to do homework on. And you can send that to get this shit podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys again so much. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And doing homework because you could not do it. Uh huh. I could have just made something up. Yeah. That's oh true. my God. Isaac, yeah, I would be like, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Absolutely. And then I would have gone and told so many people about it. <laughs> Probably more than who will listen. <laughs> just spreading the lie more uh-huh. and more that Tommy Lee Jones is gay. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> He's not. No, surprisingly. The whole time. The whole time. Uh-huh. All right. Well, have a have a time. That's it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I will have one of those times, yes. <laughs> Time, please. I love it. All right. Sorry, I go on such self-righteous.